The Latter-day Lives podcast is not owned or operated by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Any opinions expressed or implied in this recording are solely those of the host and guests and not of any specific organization, unless otherwise stated. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 68 of the Latter-day Lives podcast. My name is Sean Rapier. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Before we jump into the show, I just want to remind everybody, in an effort to get uh, the word out to as many people as possible, uh, we do have a YouTube page. Most people check out the show through podcast, which is fantastic. Of course, we're going to continue that on whatever podcast app you use. Uh, But in order to get to know our guests better, we do shoot video now every chance we get. Not always, but uh, we post it live on Facebook. But if you want to see back episodes, I think we've got eight or nine, maybe more. I don't know, somewhere around there on our YouTube channel. If you just go to YouTube and you search uh, Latter-day Lives, those episodes are there and you can actually see our guests being interviewed. It's kind of fun. So be sure to go check that out. This week uh, in the conversation, wow, Yahosh Bonner, what a talented guy, rising star in the pop music world and comes from an incredible musical background. We're going to talk about all of that. I love Yahosh, humble, talented, just amazing guy. And this week in my Latter-day Life, I'll give you some thoughts, some observations I had in sacrament meeting this week. It's all coming up, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's conversation. And what a privilege it is to have a star in the Latter-day Live studio today, <laughs> a bona fide, genuine oh, star, Yahosh Bonner. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm blessed. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I am so grateful to have you. So this is, first of all, this is like uh, a long time in the making. We yes. started talking about connecting, uh, you know, more than a year, no, not more than a year ago, probably year close ago, to a year ago. Yeah. And we weren't able to make it work, but mm-hmm. we recently, we bumped into each other twice. This is, this is uh, you know, God making this happen, right? Absolutely. We bumped into each yep. other, Jane and Emma, mm-hmm. at the premiere, which your family was very involved with. Right. So we'll talk about that in a bit. And then more recently, uh, uh, an event supporting uh, Haiti, which you sang at, and I got to sit and just enjoy your singing. We have so much to talk about. You gave me the best introduction that I have ever received. I hope somebody caught that on tape. I was I was wondering if you're going to do that again today. I'm glad you didn't because I, I, I don't know. I, oh, I'll give you the same introduction. Here's here's the intro. This is the same intro that uh, I gave you a host the other night. There are amazing. Let me see. There are amazing musical families over the history of time. You've got the Osmonds. You've got the Jets. You've got the Jacksons, you've got the Bee Gees, but forget about all of them. The biggest rising stars now are the Bonners, and we have the brightest shining star oh, of yes. all of them. <laughs> yeah, Hosh Bonner. Yes, yes, yes. You hear that, Bonner siblings? It's me. <laughs> you are the bright shining star, oh, Yahosh. Wow, that so, is so good. That is so um, that, that was the intro. I just kind of made that all up as I was up there. You so. smashed it. You killed it. I was like, I don't even, you talk about me? Do I need to go up there? Uh, but then you got up and you sang and blew us all away wow, you're so on kind. such a 
lousy sound system. Mm. <laughs> Fortunately, I was sitting right like at the front table, so I got to hear you nice yeah. and close. But before we get into all of your talents and, and the amazing Bonner family and everything else, actually, let's start with the Bonner family. Tell us a little bit about where you're from. Okay, so um, I'm originally from Las Vegas. That's where I was born. That's where most of my siblings were born. Um, my oldest sister was born actually in Liberia. Um, wow, Africa, where my parents were serving a Baptist mission <laughs> when they were Baptist. So your parents were were Baptist missionaries. Mm-hmm. How did your parents end up finding the gospel? So uh, they've always loved God, always believed in Christ, and clearly, um, I mean, and yeah, yeah. So Baptist yeah, missionaries, right, right, yeah. right. Um, so uh, they're very spiritual and, and, and led by the Spirit in the things that they do, and um, they were led spiritually to move west. To, to Las Vegas, not knowing anybody. Really? And, um, you know, ultimately my dad ran into some missionaries and uh, it was a hard time for my parents. And he saw some guys in suits and was like, hey, like, what do you guys do for a living? You know? And they're like, oh, we're missionaries. And my dad <laughs> let them know, oh, I was a missionary too. And they got talking and the missionaries, well, we'd like to introduce you to our, our bishop, you know? And he was like, okay, great. You know, cause he's looking for work and maybe it might be something in the church or something else. Um, anyway, um, so that was his introduction to to missionaries and to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, which that that bishop actually um, I think it was the bishop's family took in my parents and the three and the t- two kids um, that my parents had at that time uh, into their home and they began taking lessons and going to church and mm. you know it was a process you know my mom was like. Man, this congregation got a lot of white people. I don't know, I'm not sure if I want to be in there. <laughs> but uh, they couldn't deny the spirit, you know, uh, and and that is what you know the spirit told them that this is the church that they needed to. to oh, that is so. And, that, and that's awesome. just a very short, condensed version. Um, you'll have to have them in here sometime. They'll, yeah, they, they could tell it a lot. Well, and tell us that. where you're currently living. So I currently live in Spanish Fork, Utah. Yeah, and, and if there were a lot of white people at church in Las Vegas, <laughs> go to Spanish <laughs> <Yeah>. Fork. <laughs> well, actually, uh, my ward's pretty diverse in Spanish. Oh, is it really? I was really surprised. That's when we awesome. M- moved in there. We got a um, um, uh, Brazilian family. Um, That's great. Where the dad is black, the mother is not, but they're both from Brazil. Um, yeah. And then we have uh, um, several biracial families yeah. where. Um, the mom is white and their children are, are, awesome. are African-American. And, and that was me world. being horribly stereotypical yeah. about Spanish <laughs> Fork. Spanish Fork. Represent Spanish Fork. Is no, yeah, there yeah. you go. That's awesome. So they joined wow. the church. Now, going back a little bit, your mom, whom I've also had the pleasure of hearing sing and hearing her choir work, mm-hmm. have, have you always been a musical family? We have, you know, um, a good portion of my life. Well, for most of my life, I can just remember my mom always teaching voice lessons. And I remember Sundays being really long because we would not only go to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we'd also go to the Baptist church and then this another another church. And Did you we'd really? Be, yeah, we'd be in their choirs. My mom would teach their choirs. So oh, uh, Sundays awesome. were a lot of fun, but really long, you know, but um, I've always just remembered, you know, my mother. Uh, involving us in everything that she could, you know, she'd have voice classes where this is where like we we lived off her her teachings, voice. Yeah, your um, mom is a very well respected vo- vocal coach, like you. one of the top in the country. I yeah. mean, she is. Uh, I was reading some of her bio. She has been a voice coach for some of the top American Idol contestants. Mm-hmm. 
and some of the just top singers around the country. Right. right. She yes. really knows what she's doing. She does. She does. Yeah. She does. Absolutely. How, how many siblings are there total? There's eight of us. Yeah. There's eight of us. Four boys, four girls. Yeah. No long, younger. Harry Jr., also known as Mally, Mally Jr., I'm sorry. Yep. Um, uh, Clotilde, myself, um, my younger brother Conlon, my sister Oyeyo, and then Oba, yeah, baby brother. Yeah. Yeah. And is it Oba who goes by Jr.? No, it's no. Mally Jr. Mally is Jr. Jr. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I met Jr. the other night. Yep. Too. Yep. Yeah. And so that's just awesome. Man. So you got this big family. You're growing up. Mm-hmm. You've got. This incredibly beautiful name, Yahosh. Thank you. <laughs> which is such a cool name. How was it first day of school every oh, year? Man. Every year. Did, did, did any day, teacher ever week. nail it? Did any teacher ever say Yahosh um, and get it right? So my, my, my middle name is actually Yehoshua. Oh, okay. So it's short for Yehosh, and my first name awesome. is Kuregi. So nobody got that right either. So Yeah, Kuregi is Ku- not easier yeah, than Yehosh. Ku- yeah, Kuregi, Yehoshua. You know? Oh, that is so cool. But uh, no, uh, it's a beautiful name. I don't ever remember anybody getting it, nailing it first try. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about your home growing up. Mm-hmm. What was it like in the Bonner home growing up? Well, there's a lot of us. There's yeah. a lot of fun. You know, That's we were always playing games, always, um, you know, uh, <laughs> competing. Um, so we would have singing contests. We'd have dance contests. We'd have acting contests. I mean, my brothers, we'd always go play basketball or football, <laughs> swimming. We were always doing something, and it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. And, and we were close because we moved around a lot. We, we were always, it seemed like we were always moving from what place to place. What caused all the moving? Um, gosh, my parents wanted to give all of us, like, the best opportunity scholastically and, and, and things like that. So um, we lived in, a, in an area in Las Vegas where um, my three oldest brothers and sisters, my two oldest sisters and my older brother were able to go to a private school, you know. And then we moved to um, – I remember us moving to Utah because the house – where we were living in Las Vegas wasn't – some of the places weren't weren't the greatest areas to raise a family, you know. Yeah. And um, so I remember – when we moved, when I was in high school, we moved to Arizona because they felt like I would have um, better exposure for my athletics. Because I've always, I'm, I'm, I'm a basketball guy. That's yeah. that's my sport. Is, is basketball. I played junior high, high school, college. Tried out for some pro teams, uh, over, some overseas pro teams, and so and, yeah. and then I've coached, you know, for for the majority of. Well, ever since I got out of college. And are, so, you, are you coaching now? No, actually, I, I, this is my first year not coaching out of college. Taking I'm a, a break. I'm an athletic director. Yeah. So I fill in and coach w- w- when the coaches need me. But How do you like being an athletic director compared I love to it. coaching? I love it because I, I love the youth. I love being able to interact and have those relationships, yeah. you know, and, and to share my testimony with them, you know, through what I've done, how I've lived. And um, it's nice because I don't just have access to the basketball team. Now I have access to all the youth, and I get to have, you know, nurture friendships and relationships with them. So. It's awesome. It's you played cool. through high school. You played in college, did, yeah. like you said. You served a mission? I did. I served in Tampa, Florida. I love Tampa. I love Tampa. I've spent a lot of time yeah. in Tampa. Oh, good, Yeah, good. Tampa, St. Pete. Yeah, yeah. oh, St. Pete. Area. Yeah, I, 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 I served in that area, St. Petersburg, too. Yeah, yeah, I love it out there. I used to have a customer out there. I'd go out there once a month. So. Mm, okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful area. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Cool for people. Sure. So when did the true love of singing come up? When did that start? Was it just a mm-hmm. given, hey, you're a Bonner, mm-hmm. you're going to sing, um, or did you discover gosh. a passion for yourself? That's interesting. Um, I think we've all loved it, you know, but uh, there were times where it was like, mom was like, putting on this production, 
let's go. You know, we got to do this, you know? And so sometimes there'd be some attitudes, but for the most part, you know, we enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, especially because I was one of the last, I, I mean, my brothers and sisters, they're blessed. They, their musical talents are, I think, far beyond mine. Oh, um, I don't know about that. But I have, I have a great passion for it because it's kind of like a greeny fire. I really started publicly performing on my own in my adult life you know um before with the family like every once in a while i would get a solo and that's because i would be crying and i'd be mom i'm the junior guy of the solo last time clotel got it you know and so uh every once in a while they would they would give in and let me have a solo so um i'm just excited about music yeah um and and you know, so I, I do it probably more often publicly than some of my brothers and sisters, but they've been doing it forever. Like, it's not new to them. For me, I feel uh, a newness uh, for it. So. What was what was the first thing that you put out there yourself as, this is, okay, stepping away from the Bonner family. Mm-hmm. What was the first Yahosh Bonner thing? Mm-hmm. What was it? Was it a video? Was yeah, it a so, song? What was the first thing? Um, <laughs> it's interesting. So I was coaching... I was at Southern Utah University. I was a grad assistant there. And then I got a job at American uh, Leadership Academy to be uh, a coach. And my parents were living in Provo. And my mom took um, was called to be the uh, director of the Genesis Group Gospel Choir. Yeah. And tell us, tell us really quickly about that because mm-hmm. that's an amazing project. And yeah. I don't want to, we could talk for an hour about the whole mm-hmm. Genesis Group and Absolutely. everything else. Absolutely. But really give us a quick overview as to what okay. that is. So uh, the Genesis group, um, it's like a family, you know, and yeah. it's something, it's a, it's a group that meets, it's like a fireside, meets once a month. Um, and uh, it's the first of every month, the first Sunday of, of every month. Yeah. And where, you know, a lot of African-Americans, um, you know, new converts, anybody can come, but it's really a worship um, that is conducive to my culture as being a black man, you know, yeah. praising, hallelujah, amen, clapping, yeah. you know, gospel music is there. It's and real gospel it's, music. It's real gospel yeah. music, you know, and we yeah. love it. And 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 that's what I, I love about it is that you can be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but you don't have to change who you are, your culture. Whatever your culture is, bring that. Bring it oh, and, and enrich the lives that. of the people that are around you. And, and that's what we do at Genesis is we praise and we accept everybody. And it's just... So um, awesome. It's really great. So I derailed you a little bit, but it's I okay. wanted to get the Genesis story yeah. out there because... So I they have a gospel so choir. My mom was directing cool. it. And I was like, oh, cool. It's like when I was a kid again. I'll go sing in my mom's gospel choir. So, you know, uh, joined it and was singing. And, you know, my mom's the choir director. So I got a couple solos and I was liking it. You, you didn't know? even have to cry. You didn't even have to cry <laughs> didn't have for to cry. it. All my brothers and sisters <laughs> live in California and Atlanta, you know. So oh, that's so great. Uh, I was doing that, um, and uh, James Curran uh, came to Genesis, and mm. uh, a friend of ours introduced us because he's a rapper, James the Mormon. Yeah. as most people know, James the Mormon. Yeah, and um, you know, he saw me sing there. And said, "Hey, I want you guys to meet. This is my friend, your host, my friend James. I want you guys to meet." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're you're a good singer. Send me some of your stuff. Maybe we can get together and do something." I was like, "Cool," because that week I had just seen his music video about the restoration, you know, and about yeah. it, it was just really it was really cool. It was like a mainstream thing, but if you're LDS, you knew what he was talking about. Right, so it was like, right. "Whoa, this is cool. This guy's I love what he's doing," you know. And so I sent him a song that. I recorded for fun with my older brother and he was like awesome let's 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 let, let's do a song and so uh that same week i went in and i recorded 
this song called Dreamin', and it was a tribute song to BYU football. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you heard it. Just keep dreaming. Oh, yes. Dreamin'. For sure. I, yeah. I've been so, listening uh, to everything. <laughs> so awesome. So uh, we recorded the song. Uh, it was like on a Tuesday. Um, uh, shot the video on Wednesday and like released it on Thursday. Like it was boom, boom, boom. Damn. And I was just like, whoa, I'd never done a music video before. I'd never like recorded to put something out you know, with the, like a professional artist, you know? And so I did it and I just loved it. And I was like, whoa. And it went huge. It did really well. Yeah, it did, it did yeah, really well. It did really well. It did really well. And um, so I was like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to keep doing this, especially because I was, after I graduated uh, college, um, I coached community college for three years. And then I was a grad assistant at Southern Utah. And as a college coach, <laughs> you don't have very much time. Not to mention you're using your voice a lot. And so yeah. I never fully had my voice. Now that I was a high school teacher and coach, I had more time. I had my weekends, you know, and, yeah. I, and I wasn't there all day. I wasn't monitoring kids all day. It was just I was there at school and then I was at home. And so I had an opportunity to really jump into music and I haven't jumped out since. <laughs> you have not jumped out since. In fact, I'm just going to say it is almost hard to find a video on YouTube that does not say featuring yahoo ah! like i'm not kidding like you are featured like you are the voice i mean it's it, when i was doing homework and i want to ask a little bit about uh about a few of these uh songs that you've done mm -hmm. but first of all before i ask because one of one of the people you've sung with tell us who vanessa is <gasps> vanessa She's she's my favorite singing partner. Yeah, uh, Vanessa's my wife. She's my wife, and uh, we met at when I when I played uh, a year at Salt Lake Community College. We met at a student congregation there, and um, just hit it off. You know, I've loved her ever since, and it, it'll be our ten year anniversary this June. So you awesome. Know, so we we sang we've sung a couple songs together, but we did one video called yeah. "Remember Home." Remember Home, and uh, it, originally sung by. Um, uh, Sebastian Cole and Alicia Cara, but I loved it because it was just, I heard the song and I was like, this is, this is us. This is our life. Like I remember home, like we are trying to get back to our father in heaven and to be re reunited with all our, our loved ones and, and those who, who the world would say are, are lost ones, but they're not lost, not unto God, you know? And so the song really talked about, you know, just remembering home and coming back together. Mm. And I just, uh, me and my wife sang it together, and I was I was so happy that she was that she would do that because it's not something that she normally does. You know, she's into you know beauty products and hair, and 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 she works at a hospital, and so to do a music video and record in the studio with me uh, is pretty special. And our listeners can check that out on YouTube, and it is special. It is such a beautiful video. Oh, thank you. And your love comes across. Oh, good. <laughs> I've gotten to hang out with both of you together and seeing your beautiful wife and you guys together. It's just awesome. Thank you. And round this this section out by telling us about your family. So, um, About your own kids. My, my kids. I have three kids. My oldest son is eight, Malachi. And then my daughter is Samaya, and she is four. And then I have a two-year-old named Nehemiah. Isn't that and, awesome? And uh, they're they're great. Two boys and a girl, and they're they're a lot of fun. <laughs> have any of them shown interest in singing yet? Yes, my 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 middle my middle child Samaya and Nehemiah they sing all the time. They they love they especially love the song that their uncle Junior Mally Junior wrote, yeah. "Child of God." So they're yeah. always singing, "I I am a child of God," and they sing it in parts. They oh, sing no it harmonizing. I was like, "What? When did you guys <laughs> learn those parts?" 
Yeah, and then my, my oldest son, Malachi, he can sing. But whenever we catch him, he's like, nope. Mm-mm. No, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't want doesn't he wants nothing it. nothing to do with it. <laughs> you and I have three major things in common, but then mm. a few areas we diverge. We're both married to wonderful Vanessas, which is hey. incredible. We're both huge music <laughs> fans, and... Other than music, uh, basketball is everything hey. to me. That's all there is in my life. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I watch the NBA a good four hours a night this time oh, of year. Oh, wow, yeah. The difference is you can play and you mm. can sing. I can't do either of those things. So. Well, I would say, yeah, I could play, but I played last night at an alumni game at Salt Lake Community College, and I feel it everywhere. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I watched some of the clips that my wife took, and I'm like, didn't look like I was doing much, but... <laughs> Man. So a year ago, uh, we were very fortunate to have sitting in that exact same seat almost exactly a year ago. Uh, we had a wonderful young lady by the name of Brie Ray. Brie Ray, yes. So talented. Sister in Christ right there, man. She's you, she's phenomenal. She is awesome. She yeah. is so And I'm inspiring. not even talking about her talent. Just, no, just, just who her, she is. Just yeah. her. She was, she's vibrant yeah. and... I, she walked out of there and I, I just went, world, look out. I mean, mm. forget it. This girl's going to do whatever she decides she's mm. going to do. Yes, yes. Um, you did a project with her and a few other artists. Yes. That oh. was a cover of uh, This Is Me. Mm. Tell us how that came together. That's one thing I love about doing music is that I choose who I collaborate with yeah. you know and i'm like my friends <laughs> let me get with my friends i want to sing with my friends you know and i want to produce something great not just to get views or anything but just to have a great product so this is me the greatest showman i am still so inspired by Wasn't that awesome? movie i'm so inspired <laughs> by that music and um so what we did is i i uh for it was we wanted to release it during Black History Month, February. Yeah. And so, and just to really highlight, you know, Black excellence and their contributions to America. And so I grabbed a couple of my friends, Kurt Banks, who, you know, we were roommates in college. Me and his brother played college basketball together. Um, I got uh, Rashida, uh, Rashida Call Jordan, Rashida Jordan yeah. Call, and she's just fantastic. Been close to my family forever. Former student of my mom's, Daisha Lassiter, one of the greatest voices I've ever heard. Um, she was in my mom's gospel choir. My sister, you know, who can just do whatever awesome? she wants musically, <laughs> acting, and then Brie Ray and and Jalen Macedoni and all people that I knew and were friends and friends with, and all African American Latter Day Saints. Yeah. You know, um, so we, we're you know one in, one in our beliefs and what we wanted to do, and we weren't able to get it out in February, but we released it. Um, on the anniversary of Martin Luther King's uh, um, assassination. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's and awesome. so um, in the video, you'll see pieces of him talking and speaking. And um, what an inspiration for somebody to, to know of the danger, yeah. but to um, have a desire for change and to not change what he believed or who he was for anybody, but to do what he thought was right. And so we, we kind of dedicated it to that and, it was just awesome. My friend Brady did the video. It's um, incredible. The video, you. the video is so inspiring, mm. and all of you together. Pretty simple. We're just on this, you know, stage. You're but. all there. There's <laughs> kind of some video in the background, yeah. but it is so inspiring. Thank you. One of the things that I just love, and I, you tell me if you feel differently. I feel like we're in this amazing moment where the church is being redefined by mm. saying, "Stop defining us." Oh yeah. Like saying, you know what? Stop telling us what we are. And that's what I love what you said about 
uh, the Genesis group and what, what they're doing. When I see your mom's work with her choir, when I see films being made like Jane and Emma and like the yes. project your brother's doing that we're going to talk about in a minute, this whole thing of here's the cookie cutter this is what a member of the church is, Mm -hmm. is being absolutely blown away. And I feel like you and Bree, for the African-American saints, have a special message. How does that feel? I mean, where does that come from? And and what do you feel? Because I see that theme in a lot Mm -hmm. of what you do, as you mentioned. Thank you. Well, gosh, I mean, me and Bree, we, we love who we are. And who we are is made up of our beliefs and our culture. Yeah. You know, our, our ethnicity and we love it all. Yeah. And and our our gospel, the Lord's gospel, is for everybody. It's for everybody. It doesn't matter where you're from, where you come from, what you look like. And it's it's a gospel of in- inclusion. Mm. And the world and the adversary would have us look at things that separate us. What makes us different? What makes us, that should be, whatever makes us different should separate us. You know, um, the other night, me and my wife were in Cafe Rio. Shout out to Cafe Rio. <laughs> and um, we saw, you know, some police officers. And the, I, I thought, man, this is weird because I love the police. My, 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 all my, my, uh, one of my favorite cousins is a policeman. But there's like a weird wall there. Yeah. Because the media will say, you can't be black and love black people and love police. You can't be a policeman and love black people. You know, that's how the world would say. And it's like, what? That's not right. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's it's really interesting um, to see people's reaction when they say, wait, you're LDS? You're, you're black? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My whole family. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Every, once a month, I go to a, a, almost a half black congregation. Like, there, <laughs> there's nothing that says that I can't be you know, um, black and LDS, you know, and, and that, that doesn't make me a better person because it does. Yeah. And this gospel of Jesus Christ will um, make everybody better, happier, and live more fulfilled lives. And so I'm hoping that people will listen to my music because I don't just sing music just to sing music. Most of what I put out there is because I believe in its message, yeah. you know, and because it means something to me. And, and I'm grateful for people who, who are artists that, that do that, you know, people like Alex Boyer, who every mm. time I see him perform and yeah. sing, he just inspires me. You know, yeah, and, and, and he's and he's real, and he believes what he's talking about. You know, and uh, obviously he he does his mainstream and things for fun, but man, he's just such a great example of hey, this is me. I'm not following anybody else's pattern. This is who I am. This is what I love, and you know, come check it out. I, I love it, and I love that we live in an era too. I think when I was a little bit, I'm quite a bit older than you are, but when I was a little bit younger, it was sort of like. Let's not talk about the church's history. Mm. Let's let's pretend like that. Maybe let's pretend the church has kind of existed from 1980 on. You mm, know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like let's not let's not talk about it. And now we're in this age where the the book The Saints has come out. Jane and Emma has come out. This project that we're about to talk about with your brother that that's coming. These stories are coming out, and we're saying it's okay. There's nothing to hide. There's mm-hmm. nothing to hide from. There have been good and bad. Absolutely. And the gospel is true. And now we are our, I don't want to say our generation, our, our, us who live on the earth today, we're going to define what the church is. Hmm. And it's so inspiring to me. It's awesome. And this leads me to a project that you're working on very closely now. 
let's uh, let's talk about the new project, which should have a Kickstarter up any time. Yes, yes. Tell us about the project that you're working on. So uh, my my brother uh, Mali Junior, who did the soundtrack and uh, for for Jane and Emma, which was about a uh, an African American free. A woman um, who was yeah. a pioneer, who a lot of people didn't know about. No, and we had know? the director on uh, three weeks ago. Chantel. Yeah, Chantel. She's awesome. Oh, gosh. She's amazing. Shout out to Chantel. She's incredible. And by the way, if yeah. you have not seen Jane and Emma yet, find a way. Find it's going to be coming out on video before too long, but find mm. a way to see that mm. movie. Yeah. It's it's incredible. So, 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 incredible. so Junior worked on that. So Junior worked on that, and he also... Uh, wrote uh, a, a, a script and uh, was it screenplay. Yeah, screenplay. Yeah. yeah. Um, for another African American saint hero um, that came over and who trailblazed the path for the saints to come and make it to Utah. It's like, and it's Greenflake. Yeah, his name is Greenflake, and it's amazing. He was he was he was a slave, you know, and and a member of the church. And it talks about his struggle, and it, and and the and but also his contributions and his faith uh, that he had to do the things that he did for the church. And for me, I was so empowered. Like, wait, wait a minute. There were other <laughs> Black Latter Day Saints that were pioneers. Whenever we had like Pioneer Day or things like that, I felt no connection because I didn't know that there were any pioneers that looked like me that shared my same heritage. And to know that, man, they went through all this and their faith was so strong to persevere through the imperfections of men and to and to and to make the contributions that they did, it just empowers me and it makes me so grateful. You know, uh, and and their stories need to be told. And so my brother wrote this amazing script. That it's just, and uh, we'll be filming. We're going to be filming, um, you know, soon. And it's it's really exciting. If you like the music in Jane and Emma, you're going to love it for Green <laughs> Flake. You know, and so, I had to go do a little bit of homework on Green mm-hmm. Flake. And when I read Green Flake's story, mm-hmm. I was left with my jaw on the ground, mm-hmm. with my thought being. How on earth have How I we not, not know this? heard this story? Oh my I mean, goodness. there are ties to Brigham Young. There are ties yes. to the pioneers. There, I sat there. I got done reading it going, I felt like screaming from the rooftop, hey, world, where has this story been? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's just awesome. And you're going to be well involved in that. Yep. yep. Your family seems to just sort of be this, you know, like, like I said at the beginning, there are families, but it... Mm-hmm. If I had to associate <laughs> any of them, it's more like the Partridge family, oh, like wow. your family family, you know, like you yeah. guys seem to get involved a lot. Like you said, yeah. you did this, the, the song with your sister, mm-hmm. you were there and you're doing this stuff with your brother and your mom. Tell, by the way, gosh, so many projects to touch on. Tell us about your mom's choir. So yes, my mom, the Deborah, it's the Deborah Unity Gospel Choir. Now, formerly known as the Genesis Choir, but it's the Deborah yeah. Bonnie Unity Gospel Choir. Oh, I didn't realize that that was what yeah, it had so, been. And that, yeah. okay. So the uh, Genesis group was like an official auxiliary of the church. Yeah. And so it kind of, fu- that group all kind of functions as a ward. There's callings and yeah. 
We do activities. And so with it being like that church choir, according to the rules, we couldn't travel and do firesides at different places. Right. So they released us so that we could do that. We go to Vegas. We can go to San Antonio, Texas and, and sing at the NAACP, man. It was... That is amazing. You know, so did, you, did you go with that? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about yeah, I that. Went, oh, that was, it was... I've never been so proud to be a black member of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. Than to, this was the meeting. How long ago was this? This was just the summer. Yeah. Just the summer. And, and the church leaders were invited by the NAACP yep, yep. to go meet there. To go meet there and and to speak at the convention. And to speak at the and convention. It, and, and then we, our gospel choir, sang. You it's know, so and unbelievable. It, cool. it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what music can do to bring people together and oh my gosh, what the gospel yes. can do. Um, so, yeah, what my mom's the, doing What was the reaction fantastic. of the NAACP there? They loved it. They yeah. loved it, ate it up. Thanks for coming. I mean, we were there. We were all there together. We're all yeah. apart, you know. So it was a a real oneness. It was it was funny. One of the speakers got up and was like, "At first, when they talked about a partnership with the, with the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints, I was I questioned for a minute. But once I went to Salt Lake and met with those men, I knew this is exactly what we needed to do. And it uh, was like, man, that's so that makes it just, me want to cry. What a testament, you know. Um, yeah. So. Just it's incredible. Yeah, it's been amazing to see the things that my mom's doing with with the choir. So the choir is now touring. Various, yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do they, various they events. Absolutely. They I got to see them perform. Things. I got to go to uh, one of the premieres of Jane and Emma, which is where we saw each other. And mm-hmm. Got to see them sing. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it is? You know, we go to sacrament meeting, and I. You know, I've been very fortunate and very blessed to have a pretty diverse group of friends. I travel a lot. I've been to a lot of revivalist mm-hmm. churches, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, born-again Christian churches, uh, Pentecostal, where, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think it is, and I'm not talking about the sacrament hymn, because I mm-hmm. think the sacrament hymn is really different. But why is it that, like, around Christmas, we sing Joy to the World in sacrament meeting, and we go... Joy in the world. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why it's, is that? It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing, you know, and it's it's something that's changing, you know? <laughs> Someone clapped in church the other day and I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll go with you, you know? I mean, it's just, it's a cultural thing. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's just... The way that things have been done. It's a little bit wrong. Like to sing the words joy to the world Mm. without any joy in your soul whatsoever. Mm. Yep. It's not ideal, right? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, you should hear the choir's rendition. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to sing it uh, November 30th, I believe. Oh my gosh. 29th or 30th. I think it's November 30th at the UCCU Center. There's They do a, a yearly gospel choir. Awesome. concert christmas and you know oh, awesome. and, and uh, tying it to light the world oh, you know fantastic. campaign to the church so it, it'll be pretty sweet they're they're doing uh your traditional uh christmas hymns in a non-traditional way <laughs> so, we've got to go check that out yeah. we'll put up more about that on our facebook yeah, page please do. that's fantastic i want to talk about one more artist that uh you have worked with tell us a little bit about working with maddie wilson Maddie Wilson? Yeah. Oh, Maddie. Oh, man. She's cool. She's She's cool. a star. She is. I mean, that's that's a big name. What did you guys do together? So we did um uh Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. We we uh we released it just a little bit after the movie or was it a little bit before uh before the live version and uh that was really cool. It was fun. A friend of ours uh who was a videographer, Corey was like, "Hey, 
I think you guys would be great in this song together. And they're like, okay. And so that's when I first met her and she was just really cool and just laid down her track. It was like, it's nice to meet you. We'll see you at the video shoot. I'm like, oh, okay, great. And, and we did it and it was it was just so fun. And she sings with great energy and passion. When she sings, she means every word. <laughs> you can see it in her face. She means every word. And uh, it, was, it was really great. So oh, That's awesome. Yeah. I love that your styles are so completely different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But whoever it worked, right? Whoever, exactly. That's what I was going to say is mm-hmm. when I first saw that there was even a video, I kind of went, really? Yeah. yeah. Check out, sh- shout out to Becky Willard. She recorded us and, and did the track. She was awesome. You know, oh, so. That's fantastic. Yeah. So what's next for you? What What's on the horizon? Mm-hmm. Well, mean, other family than, stuff for sure, okay. which is great because we grew up singing together and then we all went our different ways doing music in different you know, genres and, and, and capacities. So that's great to be able to sing with my family. Um, but then, you know, with my own music, you know, I have a YouTube and, uh, you know, I try to keep that current and, and, and put on, you know, some inspirational music, some, some uh, gospel, some pop, you know, just, yeah. you know, music that, that I grew up listening to and, and like. And I'm working on my own uh, EP mini album awesome. that my brothers are helping write on, um, OBA and 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 Mally Jr. So, um, always working, always working on music. Yeah, no question. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then still uh, inspiring young minds. Trying, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I just remember my coaches, um, and and the effect that they had uh, on me and the lessons that I've learned yeah. from. I still talk to my coaches and are in touch with some of our athletic directors, and um, they've just been great people, great men in my life, and. I hope to be that for somebody, you know, ho- hopefully I've been that, you know, That's awesome. it's a, uh, it's, it's a blessing. And if people want to fo- uh, follow you, the best way is probably your YouTube page, YouTube, you put yeah, out quite Instagram. A bit on, you put out quite a bit on, on uh, YouTube and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They can see awesome pictures of your beautiful kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a pleasure. We're up against a little bit of a time crunch today. And I so appreciate you coming in and taking the time. We're going to wrap things up. The same way that we wrap up all of our interviews, but a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And normally at the end of every interview, in fact, at the end of every interview we've ever done, I ask someone uh, what being a member of the church means to them. And uh, we get a, a lot of cool answers from that. I don't want to ask you that question. It's the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, it's <laughs> almost 70 episodes because you and I talked at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I am, first of all, if you ever start uh, a Yahosh fan club, I'm first in line. <laughs> like I am such a mega fan oh, of your you're voice, the man, Sean, dude. You're your the voice. Man. I'm not kidding. Like it is just so soothing to my soul. <laughs> I'm a you. big fan. And so I asked you before we started recording. I'll just be open with our audience. If you wouldn't mind singing something and blessing my home uh, with your amazing voice, we talked about a couple of options. But I'm gonna let. Rather than telling us what being a member of the church means to you, I'll let you share that with your voice, if you don't mind. Absolutely. We'll, we'll kind of wrap things up that way. <laughs> Everything to glorify God, for sure. I love it. For sure. Um, okay, I'll, I'll sing a little bit of a song that you know I grew up on, a, a Daryl Cooley song, and talks about how the Lord is you know, our strength. Um, no matter what we're going through, we can find peace and strength and, and um, refuge in Him. The Lord is my strength when I'm weak and worn. He is my refuge from the storm. 
In him there's peace, joy that will never cease, and I love him so. He is the mighty one who has called me to serve him daily. I'll follow him. He is my savior. Now and forever he gave his life so I might live. He is my strength when I'm weak and worn. He is my refuge. Oh, in him there's peace, joy that will never cease. And I love him so. Cause he loves me so. I, uh, I sing these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yahosh, you are an incredible singer, an amazing athlete, Thank great you. father, husband, and such an inspiration to so many of us. Thank you for you sharing your Latter-day life with us. Appreciate Absolutely. it. My thanks to Yahosh. What a great guy. That's a guy who just everyone I know loves him because uh, I'm sure it came through in the interview. He is just not only so talented, but just genuinely, you will not find a a better, nicer man than Yahosh. Thank you so much, Yahosh, for joining us. Uh, This week in my Latter-day life, we had kind of a special sacrament meeting this week. As I mentioned on the show before, we're down to two teenagers. I've got a... uh, Well, next week, he'll be 15 and a 16-year-old, and that is it. That's all we've got left at home of our seven children. The rest have moved out. Well, uh, this week, uh, one of the neighborhood boys, uh, one of my sons, my 20-year-old son's best friends, uh, came home from his mission. And so my 20-year-old came home. He lives down in Cedar City now. He came home for the homecoming. And then my two daughters, uh, Krista and Chloe, came home from Orem. They only live 10 minutes away, but they wanted to come see him speak in sacrament meeting. And so as we were in sacrament meeting, there I was with five of my seven children. And they were so grown up, uh, you know, all of them over 18 now, other than the two boys that are at home. And I was sitting there and kind of watching them and just smiling about how fun it is having grown and older children. And I looked three rows ahead of us was another family who we've known boy, 20 years now, an incredible family. And I taught some of their kids and there was the mother and father and they were empty nesters and they were just sitting there by themselves. And I thought, how funny, you know, sometimes their kids come home and visit, but they're down to no kids at home. And it was just the two of them sitting, enjoying a peaceful sacrament meeting. And then I looked over to my right and there was a young married couple, no kids at all. And they were kind of in the same camp as the, uh, as the empty nesters were. They were just sitting there quietly enjoying sacrament meeting. And then two rows in front of us is a family in our ward that I adore. I just love them so much. Cutest kids. All their kids are under, I would say under seven years old. Uh, they've got a, a couple of toddlers. And I watched them and there was, uh, there were toys and there were books and there were things of Cheerios, and there were juice cups, and there were kids crawling all over, and mom and dad were playing tag team with the kids, picking up this one, setting down this one, 
And as I watched them, I suddenly remembered, oh yeah, that's what that was like. (laughs) And it was such a different time from where I am now. But I remember sometimes just counting down the minutes. And sacrament meeting seemed like it was about five hours long. And as I sat and watched this family, I got really emotional. And uh, tears actually welled up in my eyes because I was so grateful for them setting the example for their kids. And I kind of missed it, just a little bit. (laughs) I don't know that I want to go back to that every week. But someday I'm going to be the empty nester. And someday that young married couple will probably shift over to where this couple was with kids and this family with kids will someday be where I'm sitting with teenagers. And one day my kids will be there with their own kids. And as it cycled through time, I was so grateful for the constancy of sacrament meeting and for the learning that we do. But I was also just grateful for this time in life and for each era and how hard it is sometimes. Sometimes it's hard being in the era I'm in now, having some older kids that we're trying to take care of and teenagers. And I remember how hard it was with these little toddlers. But these things all pass, and eventually I'll pass too. And I won't be sitting there in sacrament meeting, and it'll be on to the next generation. But as I sat there, I just was very grateful. Grateful for the times I had with those little kids and grateful for my big grown-up kids who are still willing to sit there with their dad. And I'm grateful for sacrament meeting. What a special time it is for all of us to come together. And that's what's happening this week in my Latter-day life. Thank you so much for tuning in this week and every week. If I could ask you one big favor, if you can think of someone in your ward, your neighborhood, someone who might enjoy these conversations, maybe someone who's struggling, who could use an uplifting word because... These guests I have, I know they uplift me every single week. And uh, if they could use the podcast, we continue to grow, but we still want to reach an even bigger audience if we can. Share the YouTube page or the podcast, maybe teach them how to use a podcast. That happens a lot. I have to show people how to access a podcast. But if you could share it with us, we'd appreciate it. And to get the word out even more, if you get a chance and could leave us a review, Boy, we've had some more fantastic reviews coming up, especially on Apple Podcasts, since that's the biggest podcast uh, uh, directory that would be helpful. But wherever you listen, if you could review us and, and share it, we'd appreciate it. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. It just means the world to us. So until next week, when we have another fantastic guest for you, please remember, as always, there is a great, big, beautiful world out there. So go be in it, just not of it. Thanks for listening.